Welcome to Getting Work to Work, a weekly podcast exploring the world of work and how creative entrepreneurs, storytellers, and rule breakers infuse their daily lives with creativity and curiosity. I don't know about you, but I'm telling stories in my brain about myself again. Ten days into the new year, I feel like all my faults and imperfections are fully displayed. My mind is flooded with questions. What am I doing wrong? What changes do I need to make so that things will be different? Why couldn't I learn the lesson the first, or even the fifteenth time? But in the middle of my pity party, I remembered a book recommended by Elizabeth Blake Thomas in an earlier interview on Getting Work to Work. Wabi Sabi, The Wisdom in Imperfection. Page after page, the message seeps in ever slowly. I can discover freedom in the acceptance of my imperfections. Show notes for this episode can be found at gwtw.co slash 753. While you're there, you'll also find the entire podcast archive, links to the short documentary series and weekly newsletter, and the latest merch to show your love and support. Like I said in the intro, I feel like my faults have been on display lately. Everything that can go wrong is going wrong. Everything that could go right feels like it's going wrong too. And inevitably, I'm filled with so many questions. What am I doing wrong? What should I be doing differently? And question after question seeds, sows these feelings of doubt and despair. In the middle of one of my more recent pity parties, I remembered a book mentioned by Elizabeth Blake Thomas in our interview called Living with Intention. It's a book called Wabi Sabi, The Wisdom in Imperfection by Nobuo Suzuki. It's an excellent book about impermanence and imperfection and tells so many great stories. And in the chapter called Imperfection as a Road to Excellence, Suzuki actually shares the story that Elizabeth shared in our interview about a farmer carrying two buckets of water on either end of a very long stick. And it was revealed that one bucket had a crack in it and water started to drip. And by the time they got back to where they needed to go, the cracked bucket was empty. And the perfect bucket was upset with this. And rightfully so, was upset with the cracked bucket not pulling its weight. And the farmer hears the conversation and lets the buckets know that he noticed the crack. And over the years, he has planted seeds on the side of the road. And the broken bucket actually watered those seeds and allowed beauty to bloom. Suzuki writes, we can all identify with the broken bucket. Oftentimes we focus all our attention on defects and things that are not going quite so well as we would like them to. The demands of modern life push us to try to be like the perfect bucket. We're expected to achieve success, make money and become popular on social networks, constantly improve, following the advice of internet books and gurus. If that doesn't describe the exhaustion and the life that we live as creative professionals, it's that we have to be the perfect bucket and also point out the people who aren't pulling their weight. But it takes the farmer, that outside perspective, to say, I knew that, and this is what I did with those imperfections. I created this beauty. I love that. 
Who is that outside source for you that points at your imperfections and says, look at all the beauty that's been created? Suzuki writes, look in your memory for phases of your life when something did not go as planned, but then either something unexpected happened, new opportunities arose, or you learned something valuable that you would otherwise not have learned. What an amazing perspective about imperfections and those seasons of life that just plain suck. So in this episode of Getting Work to Work, I actually want to share five ways that we can find freedom and imperfection. The first is it's hard to renew your mind and find peace if you're constantly going, working, striving, and stressing. If you're constantly checking your bank account, wondering when that check's going to come in, and you're, you're riding those emotions of, oh, why am I here again? Well, you're going to have to stop doing that. And even in the midst of those incredibly stressful moments, worrying is not going to change them. So put the phone down, shut off all those external stimuli, and get quiet. Breathe. Take a moment so that you can start to listen to yourself, to let those feelings of stress minimize so you can hear possibilities that you can't hear when you are so ripe for rage and frustration. Second, be gentle with your imperfections. You are stronger than you know, but when you're examining where you don't measure up according to some external or internal standard, it's easy to start with the stories of how much you suck and how much of a loser you are. You don't have to channel Bob Wiley from What About Bob? You know, I feel good, I feel great, I feel wonderful. Or maybe you should. But letting yourself know that you're doing the best you can and that you're growing and learning and that you aren't the same person today as you were years ago, these are all important things that we need to hear, especially coming from ourselves and those external people, those external truth-tellers. Third, Surround yourself with beauty. What an amazing way to find freedom and imperfection because nature and the beauty of nature is not perfect. This means surrounding yourself with art, nature, music, film, books, inspirational people, people doing good deeds, even religious leaders that you respect and look up to. But why beauty? Well, I think it helps us to notice the possibilities of what could be but also what is. It's not just the things that one day we could be that. It's just embracing what they are today. And it has no being other than the fact that it just helps us feel good. As Suzuki writes, the beauty that makes us awake to the world is to be found in what is quirky, wrong, and unique. I love that. When we are ourselves, when we can find beauty in ourselves, we're accenting the quirky, the wrong, and the unique. And I love the emphasis on wrong because so much of our lives we have to follow spoken or even unspoken rules. Think about social media, spoken and unspoken rules on how to engage. So what would it look like to be wrong when in search of the beauty that awakens you. Fourth, embrace Kintsugi in your life. 
Kintsugi is the accentuation of imperfections. For example, let's say you broke a vase, and instead of throwing it away, you gathered all the pieces, and you glued it back together, and then painted the cracks to show that it was repaired and brought back to life. Yes, it may no longer be factory perfect, but the story of the cracks show an investment of time to put it back together. There's meaning. It mattered. It was important. And the same thing could be said of your life, of my life. I think of my graying beard. Sure, I could dye it in a more youthful shade, but then I wouldn't be embracing the imperfections of my life. Fifth, zoom out and look at the longer timeline of your life. When you're trapped in a moment where your imperfections are on full display, then zoom out and imagine your life in a week, a month, year, 10 years, a score, 40 years. You get the idea. It helps you to not obsess over this momentary blip, a failure of your imperfections, but see the beginner's mind taking shape of learning, growing, and evolving over an extended period of time. We move so fast and expect so much from ourselves. So if we change our perspective, what will we end up seeing? And how will we experience ourselves differently? It can be really challenging to break the cycle of beating yourself up when you make a mistake or when your imperfections are on full display. There's no perfect way to approach this for yourself. And of course, throughout this whole episode, I'm speaking to myself here. But the freedom is found in imperfections, imperfectly acting and taking step each day, but also accepting your imperfections and just being yourself without having to take steps to fix them. And perhaps that's the hardest part of this all trusting that you don't have to have all the answers or do a lifetime of work in a single moment. I hope you'll take a moment or two in the coming days to search your soul for how you'll find freedom in imperfection. Until next time, may creativity and curiosity fuel your life. <laughs>